Good morning. Welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. In the studio with me now, we're joined by Susie D. Young. She's with an organization that she founded called La Soup. She's here this morning to talk about an event coming up. It's called Wasted and the City, coming up on October 1st from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. and over the Rhine in downtown. It's our pleasure to welcome Susie D. Young to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Susie. How are you? I am great, Rodney. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. I love your program, and I love what you do. You do some really good things for young people out in our community, families out here in our community. So we thank you, first of all, for what you do. Thank you for having me again. (laughs) All right. All right. Now, before we talk about this big event, we've had you on before, but remind our listeners what La Soup is and what you guys do. So La Soup's mission is to rescue the perfectly good but perishable food from going to the landfill. And then our team of chefs and volunteers transform it and then give it back to the community, primarily focusing on the kids uh, that live in food insecure homes. Okay. And so one thing that I really like about you and I really love about your story is that, you know, you are the founder of La Soup. This is your baby, but you had your very own catering company. You were very successful at it. What made you start doing this and go on the nonprofit realm and to kind of switch gears in the middle of a very successful career? Um, I call it a whisper that became a shout. Okay. Um, I, I, it was something I knew I had to try and no time like the present. So I think it's the experience that I had as a caterer that really I became part of the problem instead of part of a solution that when you're asked to cater, you're going to have overages and I couldn't get anyone to pick up the overages. I couldn't get on a Sunday is normally when you have the food Um, other than the drop in center, the shelter house it's called now. um, I couldn't, I couldn't move the food and I knew it was perfectly good to give away. So And when I did give the food away, that's what was sparking the most joy. So I thought, why not try to find a way to make a living and spark joy? Okay, you use the word rescue food. So you're a superhero. You go in and rescue this food. We rescue it all, baby. Okay, so what does that mean? Explain to us what that means. So um, most grocery stores and farmers and... Uh, I'm trying to think. We, we'll rescue from catering companies. Like today, we were um, called by Eat Well Celebrations and Feasts, and they had overages from their event that we were able to go and pick up. So a lot of times, it's just an imperfect. If you're at the grocery store and the tomato has a slight crack on it, you're going to choose a tomato to the right. The left side is totally fine. The other tomato is fine, but the consumer normally wants to buy the perfect piece of fruit and vegetable. Okay, so you take that imperfect and you make it perfect. We make it perfect with our skill set. Okay, and and so you have a bunch of chefs, renowned chefs around here in Cincinnati that turn this rescue food into something very special for these young people. They do. We call that our bucket brigade. That's a team of, you know, it fluctuates depending on, um, A, their staffing. A lot of times when they're short-staffed, they don't have the time. But when they have, you know, when they have a full team together, so we'll have up to 13, 15 different restaurants that take what we call the Bucket Brigade Challenge, where our volunteers, instead of bringing us the produce, bring it to them. They convert it into soups, and then the volunteers then pick it up and bring it 
to other agencies that can use the help. It also helps keep the mission of the agencies that we're serving, places like Lighthouse Youth Services, um, the Shelter House, Mm-hmm. But it keeps them focused on what they do and not worry about just feeding them because that's what we do. Okay. And so why soup? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Not, not steak, right? No. No, no. Well, sometimes we do steaks, but um, because it, it lends itself to creativity, which mm-hmm. is why we don't get burned out because we have no idea what we're going to get. And we're still asked to create X amount of gallons of something. Mm -hmm. Um, So creative wise, it's really easy to pack a lot of nutrition into the bowl of soup. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think it's really symbolic as well. Like you break bread over a bowl of soup. It's the simplest way to get nutrition and to get kids to try food that they might not, you know, they may never have tried or have ever smelled or tasted anything like it. Um, But it, if we puree it and it has 20 vegetables in it and make it taste like pizza, they're going to eat it. We call it pizza soup for a reason. We figured out a way to get 22 vegetables in them. All right. Any fan favorites among the soups among the kids? The p- pizza soup for sure. Um, okay. And of course, chicken noodle and tomato soup, which is funny because that's like the one soup I don't like is tomato soup. I love um, tomato soup. <laughs> I do not like it. Um, and the potato chowder seems to be a big one. Any of the chilies, mm-hmm. we do a lot of different chilies. Even oh. a cauliflower chili where the kids didn't know it was cauliflower. All right, good. So, All right. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. For more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Head there now and like us there now. You'll find out all about our current guest, Susie DeYoung. She is with a company called La Soup. Now, you guys are doing this event. It's your second event. You're here this morning to talk about it, Wasted and the City. It's coming up on October 1st. Tell us about this event. It's very unique. It is a unique, fun event. It was really out of two different needs. Like, for me, I think as a chef, I've been asked to do, I call them pay-to-plays, every event in the city where you have dinner by the bite and the chefs show up and they make a beautiful dish and it's awesome, Mm -hmm. but it's really cumbersome on the restaurants because the chef has to leave. We normally don't get a stipend. You have to hire somebody to take your place in the kitchen if your place is open. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a costly venture. So I knew I didn't want to do something like that, but I wanted to do something with the chefs. And I thought, what if we did something where we brought people into their restaurants on a night that they normally wouldn't have a lot of business and it would give them maybe a new clientele, a new couple of people that make a, wow, that was a really great bite of food and I might come back and enjoy a dinner another time. So we do exactly what we do for Bucket Brigade. We drop off the boxes of everything's rescued and we're asking them, it's like a big old chopped competition downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got 27 restaurants participating and for the price of the ticket, you walk around and we'll have people on the street corners telling you, you know, oh, you're looking for this restaurant. You go this way, you go north, south, east, west. We have maps. Uh, there's three different check-in points. So we hope not to bottleneck too many places. And you're just roaming around the city. I think at the all-time high last year was one woman claims, wasn't verified, but she claimed she got to 15 restaurants, which is pretty awesome. 
Wow, look at yeah, that. That's a lot of eating. Okay, and so these are some really great restaurants. Tell us about it. I know you can't name all of them. I can't name them all, but, but you know, just pick out you a name, few. You name the big players in the city is what I always say. And okay. we've got um, Dan Wright actually owns Senate and 40 Thieves and uh, Pontiac and Abigail Street. So three of his restaurants will be participating. We have Arnold's, we have Orchids, we have Boca, we have, of course, our favorite chef in the world, Jean Robert, and mm-hmm. he will be uh, at table serving Boomtown, which has been um, in Lucius Q up in Pendleton. We've got Via Vite. We've got a couple of new ones that um, are new this year are Lalo, which I still haven't been to myself. And down, I'm really excited about Django, which is just opening, mm-hmm. and as well as in uh, the Contemporary Arts Center, some friends of ours, Tony and Austin Ferrari, have um, Fausto at the CAC. So again, I haven't even been there, so it'll be the like the perfect place for me to say, "Great, I got here," you know. And and I do know that from last year, a lot of these restaurants saw a big uptick later. Of people come and going, oh, I came here at Wasted and I really enjoyed it. And they do come back. So that's really what I'm trying to do is to help both us and them at the same time. And so I would think that this is a must-do event for local foodies. If you love food, you have to be at this event. You have to be at the event. And the, the, um, the fun to me is seeing we'll have boards that will describe what we dropped off. And then the chefs will fill in what they made. So you can really see the creative spirit. Some of the things last year blew my mind. Like I had no idea how they came up with what they came up with. So that part (laughs) to me is fun. And a lot of times they're just combining what might be overages from the night before Mm -hmm. with what we gave them. So there's no way of me knowing what they have in their kitchen, really. And so that is a really take on creativity because I'm sure the food is, you know, you rescued this food. And so... The life of this food is, is you know, it's very short. It's, it's not that you're going to give them two weeks or, you know, how long do they have to no. create these masterpieces? Uh, some of them will take the food on Saturday, the events on a Tuesday. Again, we want to do it on a weekday mm-hmm. to bring business downtown on a weekday. Um, some of them are receiving it on Sunday or Monday. It just depends wow. on whatever they they chose. But last year, I, one of the restaurants asked for the delivery Tuesday morning. I thought, well, you're just really going for the <laughs> they pressure. They want a challenge. Uh, they want the challenge. Exactly. All right. So why should our listeners come out to this event, Wasted and the City, again, we coming up on October 1st, right? Yeah, October the 1st. You know, again, it's come downtown, enjoy a nice evening out. And also, we're moving to Walnut Hills. And so... Um, we're in the fundraising mode now, and this is a great way that you can show our su- your support. I do want to mention also for those who don't want to venture downtown or, or out of town or unable to, when you go to our website, a lot of the restaurants chose to also give or in addition to give um, – a, we have a silent auction. It's not so silent, but it's an auction mm-hmm. where the chefs will come into your home. So if you have a beautiful wine cellar and you never know when you're going to open up that bottle of wine because your wife isn't the best cook, you could actually have a really fabulous chef 
One of them, um, which is going to be a fun one to watch, is Louis Longre from our Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra is opening his home to six lucky winners, and his wife is going to do the cooking. So if you're a Francophile and love the symphony, you will have an evening spent with Louis uh, and his wife. And there's, you know, uh, my sister is an amazing artist. She painted what she, her ver- her version of... Uh, a soup pot, like the beginnings of a soup. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely spectacular. So, um, yeah, there's some really, really, you know, uh, some catering companies, David's, Eat Well, Renee Schuler, Funkies from Funky Catering. They've all thrown in their names in the hat to, to offer to come to your home and cook. All right. That's very special. Very unique. All right. So um, let me ask you this now, going back to your whole mission of La Soup, what's the most rewarding thing about what you're able to do through La Soup? I think for me, it's opening the eyes and bringing people back to the table, bringing families together over the bowl of soup. Mm -hmm. They might be able to put a salad on the table. Now they have a complete meal. And, you know, I, I see that these kids are not even aware of what real food is because they live in a food desert. They, they get processed food every day and to watch their little minds like what is this this tastes Mm -hmm. really good and it's they're you know they it opens their mind and they're they're more apt to try things and i think they they show it shows that somebody cares there's real people out there you know it's homemade it's not just here's a can of soup it's look i worked my hiney off today <laughs> making this please try it and i hope you enjoy it and it really does they do they do respond really well to that okay now what's your biggest challenge and since we have the cincinnati area and we know everyone here is so giving how can our listeners help address that challenge for you i think just getting involved with us is a great way i mean we have wonderful we have 200 plus volunteers we use an app So we have a lot of retirees that have a couple hours a day that they can donate. You can come into our kitchen and work with us. You can drive and pick up the food or deliver the food. Um, Those are all things that were byproducts of starting this that brings me more joy than anything some days is just watching the people coming through the door going, hey, I heard about you and I really wanted to give you know, I, I drive by the Madeira Kroger's every day. I thought I'd pick up the food. And, you know, so just watching the diversity that people were bringing in. And again, like I said, it's not for nothing. We are moving. It's expensive to move. So um, any financial donations, obviously, we, you know, we're on PayPal and you can go to the website and there's a PayPal link there. Okay. And why the move? We're out of space. <laughs> You're out of All space. of this is in 900 square feet. We have rescued close to 1 million pounds of food in four years. We've sent out over 800,000 servings of food. And the need is just so great. We have a, a waiting list of clients that want us to help them. And we could if we had a space to, to produce it. We just don't have the space. And I also felt it needed to be in a food desert. And mm-hmm. Walnut Hills is a food desert. And that way, we have a community kitchen we're putting in, an improv cooking studio, where we hope that the community will come in and cook with us, and we will teach them and show them, and then they can take the food home. You know, so it's it's much more a community-focused area than where I am in Newtown, which is in the middle of nowhere. 
Okay. So when you get that up and running, we have to have you back and we have to talk more about what you're doing with that program. That'll be awesome. We would love that. We would love that. All right. So it's Wasted and the City. It's coming up on October 1st. If our listeners would like more information, how can they find out more, Susie? Just go to our website, which is LaSoupCincinnati.com. You spell soup with an E because I'm French. Okay. So it's L-A-S-O-U-P-E, Cincinnati.com. All right. Thank you and good luck with the event. Thank you, Rodney. Stick around. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine in a moment. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you. 